Hey, good evening. How we doing, Jamie? <laughs> doing good, Clay. Good evening. Just jamming out to the to the music. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. fellow MV, Brian's on. <laughs> Brian wants to head to Kevin out there in Pennsylvania. Uh, not sure Eric's going to make it tonight. Uh, he uh, he has a steer that's been getting out. It sounds like that was tonight's the last time, so he might be busy butchering. I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only so much of that you can take sometimes, just like uh, anything. Yeah, you know, last time I saw him butcher something, uh, I don't do it that way, but hey, he almost hunts it down, then butchers it. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works, right? Oh, he he's oh, on. There he is. <laughs> Man, I was just talking about you. Got service at butcher butcher site. <laughs> well, maybe we can keep you entertained there while you're cutting up some beef. <laughs> Oh, all right, well, man. I suppose we better get this baby rolling and start it out with the Second Amendment. Uh, you want to go for it? You want me to do it tonight? Go for it, Clayton. I hit it last week. All righty, guys. Second Amendment. Uh, Well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And we start each and every show off that way because that it is that important to me. It's the most important. And uh, the Second protects them all. So, we we started off each and every yeah. show. Hey Lynette, hello, hello, fellow patriot. Good seeing uh, yeah, you here tonight as you usual. Lynette. So right. I gotta show you a few things. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like show and tell back in school, right? Yep. So one of my favorites is the Ruger SP one oh one. Oh, beautiful. My mom has one of those. Awesome. I mean it, it's a Ruger and I like my Ruger revolvers. They're just real strong frames. They're they're great, they handle great, mm -hmm. but I don't know, they've always fit me good. I actually bought this for Danelle, but uh, and she's she's carried it before. She likes it. She would sit, put thirty eights through it or three fifty seven mm -hmm. mags. Oh, um, yeah, thirty eights. That's like a kitten. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even do. It's just more fun to shoot that Obama target I got out there. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. My presidential one. Anyway, <laughs> but the nice thing I like about it is, uh, you know, I bought it at Mandan Sporting Goods, and this is long before you and I were doing this. I was still an NRA rep. We were doing mm -hmm. an event in Flasher. I know I got to talking with them, and yeah. We made it happen. So I was supporting Brandon a long time ago, long before he came on board. And oh, yeah. Service awesome. is just as good as it was then. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you. You know, I got, uh, ah, there best, we go. Best life I have in my life, uh, Smith and Wesson, nine millimeter, 2.0, five inch barrel, 17 round capacity. Put that, uh, man, I can't even remember the name of that trigger offhand, but that thing's sweet. It's like two and a half pounds. This thing's well, I noticed one sniping thing. pistol. We've seen that appear in some videos many times. Yeah. As you, as you and the coach, you, you're deadly with that thing. <laughs> well, I, I never one other one. I mean, <laughs> I don't know like about this. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a 22 meg, guys. You, you can't go wrong with it. You can palm right. it. No one sees it coming. To me, it's a great actually self-defense gun. <laughs> Saturday night special. Saturday night special. I mean, look at there. You know, I got some Hornady V-Maxes. Anyway. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I love that gun. I carry that one a lot, if, along with other ones. Probably some that I carry in the old two, sometimes three guns. But you might, you know, they're not all big guns. But mm -hmm. anyway, that's what I like to carry, and and it'll do the job. So anyway, yeah, works for me. Well, should we get started here, Clayton? We should. We got a pretty good lineup tonight. We're gonna talk some AR news and about Newsweek AR fifty. Yeah, talk it about the prairie dog shooting. It is right. I mean. It's good now. I tell you what, I know the dogs harvesting are out there. Season. Harvesting season. 
guns and gear. I'm probably going to, I bet, I, I just, I took a stab. I figured you'd probably do it more of the gun part of it. And I'm going to actually really talk more about gear. So that should work out Sounds pretty good. good. And then, of course, the Illinois, we, David Fetting sent us this from 1760. He said, hey, you guys yep. hear about banning guns on public lands? Oh, I hadn't heard nothing. We found out <laughs> it actually happened in Illinois. So all you people who love public land, want to, you're going to want to listen to this. This is what they do to you when, yeah. when you have the public lands. Of course, and we got our Second Amendment bullet points. And then, of course... Jamie's got his happy ending of happy the week. Happy ending, baby. Coming to, from Tejas. <laughs> hey, man, Dan Sporting. It's good to see you. Hey, Glad Brandon. We're proud to have him on as a sponsor. We want to also Absolutely. thank Lauer Auto Repair down there on South Washington, 701-258-6308. And, of course, the blind guy of North Dakota. You're going to find anybody better, guys, than these three sponsors. Second Amendment That's oriented, right. and they love freedom and and our way of life so get out there support them if you buy something tell them you heard it right here in guns in the 701 what does marty's comment say that it's okay. <laughs> that's a chin gun play <laughs> what was i just talking about off that's exactly what you talking? told me before the show started clay that's what i said marty it's it's perfect and i wouldn't want to get hit by that uh, it's pretty much over no why don't you why don't you start us off here with this newsweek article clay what they're okay. saying uh and then you got something going on in my eye tonight. Uh, anyway, uh oh. So I guess I, I got two articles here. I got one from the New okay. Week deal. And then, of course, I got the, the one that talks about you know, essentially Alabama's uh, representative, Barry Moore. He uh, He's a big supporter, of course, of the Second Amendment. Well, you know what he wants to do or what he's going to do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's going to have the National Gun of America bill. He's literally going to introduce this into Congress. I didn't go check if he did it yet. I hope he did because how awesome is that? He Very goes and, awesome. and and here here is his his quote: "The Second Amendment is as American of a right as freedom of speech, religion, and press." Moore wrote on his Twitter, "Today I unveiled my bill to make AR the AR-15 the national gun of America. We must send a message that we will meet every attack on any of our constitutional rights." Holy cow! Right, man. Mm -hmm. right now, there's a representative. Man, correct. Uh, oh, I, I don't. I, I really don't see it. And, and Kelly's been good, you know. Representative Armstrong been been good on the Second Amendment, but I don't see him being that bold and take that kind of a stance. No, probably where he would introduce something like that. Will it make it through the Senate? Yeah, doubt it. And of course, Biden would would. Uh, I don't care. I want it. it. But Let's I see care. a vote. I don't know why these guys are afraid to introduce mm -hmm. legislation just because it won't make it through. I love the idea. I mean, the AR-15 is probably one of the most iconic firearms right now in the United States. It's very much world, unique. world too. I mean, it's it's not it's an AK, most... probably one and two, in my opinion. Yeah, AK is pretty recognizable. Hey, we AK's... got a we got a thumbs up for my new ticker color change, Clay. Thanks. Did you? All right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> It's definitely bold, and hey, red is, of course. We yeah, well, means, it's so. all clear. We're going to leave that up there for uh, President Trump. He's kind of under fire, so we're putting that up there for the. There we go. I'll put this up. Yeah, love the new <laughs> color. <laughs> Easy to read there. Yeah, and Keith, he's uh, he's chiming in. I bet the libs just melted down. <laughs> oh, oh, they, oh they're I just starting, mad. Keith. Trust me, they're just starting. Can you imagine? They're, they're, they're... <laughs> oh. So he's got some co-sponsors too. Um, he does. He's yeah, got go ahead, he got Lorden Bobert, Andrew Clyde, who I'm I'm not aware of, and George Santos, which I he, I think he's from Florida actually. 
I see um, him. Remember, he's with the commercial. There. He's got the pins, the Air 15 pins he was showing off. So okay, yeah. And yeah, I, I wish our guy was on there, but so yeah, Moore actually announced he was going to do this bill from uh, the Sunny Parker, his gun shop, um, owner of Family Firearms down there in in, uh, in Georgia or not Georgia, but Alabama. Sorry, hey, hey don't kill me. <laughs> I know you got right SEC there. football. Don't mess it there up. There it is, right there. Yep, um, there he is. American is, and that's what he said about yeah. they are, and that's where he did it. That's that gun shop right there. <laughs> so yeah, not everybody's as happy about it as we are, Clay. Um, <laughs> this uh, Tom Wallen, no relation to Morgan Wallen, I'm guessing, because Morgan <laughs> Wallen's a, a right winger. Right. Um, he's right. a he's a he's a politics associate professor at Boston University, and he's comparing this plan to designated Ted Bundy as the official serial killer of the U.S. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> See, this is how insane libs are. They, they... <laughs> so here, I'll, I'll read this here, and then we'll, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. He says, the yeah. attempt to declare the AR-15 America's national gun is the latest example of the veneration of firearms, veneration by a section of the U.S. right. Conservative groups now sell flags and T-shirts emblazoned with the rifle, often combined with the, quote, combative slogan, come and take it. Whilst AR-15 pin badges have been worn by a number of Republican lawmakers in Congress, it's increasingly clear that the AR-15, like the Russian AK-47, among third world revolutionaries before it, has become more than just a gun. It's a political symbol. You know what? Oh. I agree. It's a political <laughs> well, symbol. Hey, Clay, we agree with the liberal on something. Yeah, I mean, there it is, right? There. See, we're, there, hey, we're open-minded, man. We can, co- we can compromise. You know, like, maybe we need to get some pins. Yeah, I, oh, I love that. Well, I love that. One thing we are doing, we're, we're, we're a little bit ahead of this curve right here. Why don't you tell them about that? As long as we're talking about AI. Yeah. And yes, so, guys, I realize that the the verbiage is a little bit different. But yeah. for our podcast, people, why don't you go ahead and tell them what we got here, Jamie? So I went out to Axel's one shooting, and he actually had a shirt with something, this effect on it. Um, if... Um, you're all familiar with Luke 22:36, and Jesus told his disciples at the Last Supper. Um, I'm not going to quote it exactly, but you know, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and your and your and your purse to, and go buy a sword. sword. Yep. So, and, <laughs> and um, we're having um, um, Rick, Rick Knodel there at Signs of Wonders is making us up some some uh, some decals here. And if you're watching now and it says, and Jesus said, if you don't have an AR 15, sell your garments and buy one Luke 2236. <laughs> and on the bottom is our website. There's a nice picture of a Smith and Wesson M and P um, 15 on there. And they outline a North Dakota on there. And I uh, you know kind of the lighter colored uh, United States flag in the background. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just kind of made one up like a cheesy one, like a, like a meme. And I put it on our, our Facebook page and I got pretty good reception from it. And I figured that this is pretty, this thing would be pretty sweet. And Rick does some awesome work down there at signs and wonders. So I'm probably going to be picking these up in the next week or so. And if anybody's interested in one, um, go ahead and, you know, if you know me, send me a text or, or send me a message or JD at guns in the seven Oh one.com. They're going to be five bucks. I know five bucks. Well, hey, these are top-notch decals. These babies got like a three or three. I can't remember if three or five-year no fade. You know, they're they're, they're, they're quality. They're like, not some cheesy thing that's gonna not yep. that's gonna fade out. But they're just and, like uh, the uh, decals he made us earlier. The ones yeah. like what? Are, yeah, right. Rick made us. Rick 
Rick made these, Rick yeah. made um, clay sign in the back and mine back here too. They're they're freaking awesome. But Rick's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick go down the signs and wonders because they're right there on Airport Road, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's. I just I love the fact I can do business that we can do business with yeah. a conservative constitutionalist who supports what we do. I'm so sick and tired of giving my money to people that that don't support us or yeah. actively fight against us. So that's why I love it. Yeah. So he's getting a free plug tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Now what, what's, what's he around? Hey, my buddy Randy Moss is coming here. What's he got down there? Yeah, let's see. He goes, Most people don't even know how their reps vote. Boy, right. that, that's, you know, it's sad. Yep. But well, yeah, it's, uh, and he was saying what we did, let him vote and let's find out who supports it. Have to find out who's <laughs> on our side. That's right. And the Chinese did Man, not invent it. Like, and then the Chinese did not invent it. Yeah, I, I know where that's coming from. So <laughs> yeah, if anybody listening, I'll, I'll get a little ahead of the game on that. Yeah. This guy called into. Um, uh, it's not what's on your mind. I'm sorry, Daryl and Todd. What's the name of it, Clay? Morning show on five fifty. Oh, um, boy, I feel like an idiot right now. My mind right now. Anyways, he Darryl, called in. Daryl's new show. <laughs> Daryl, yeah. Um, Oh my goodness. He, this I, guy I called in and said all these mass shootings are being done with Chinese made AR-15s. Your talk. Your talk. I'm Daryl. sorry, Daryl. Your talk. Hey, Daryl said nobody heard of our show when I was on either, so I'm going to give him a shot. <laughs> yeah. Your talk with Joel on there. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh. but the guy called in and said all these all these mass shootings are being done with Chinese made AR-15s. And I was like, Chinese made AR-15? Never even heard of such thing. I know they make parts and that. So I called in and was kind of talking to Daryl and Todd about it. Well, then today the guy calls back in and says, hey, I sent you a link, Daryl. I bet you didn't look at it. And I did, and I've been – well, then he said, you can go right on, look it up, and buy this thing online. So I was looking, and I and I, I admitted it. I, I called in and said, hey, the guy was right. They do make these things. But I've never so much as heard of one, and I've looked no. at so, – so I can't find one for sale anywhere. And I called Brandon at Mandan Sporting Goods. I called a couple other gun shops. Not, not one place has ever heard of these. Clay and I know a guy, he's an FFL. He's never heard of it. Um, yep. Watched a video on YouTube, Larry Vickers. He said, these things are almost virtually unknown in the United States. But they do we're going to do a whole... But yeah. Yeah. So they are they are, they are, are a thing. I mean, we're going to talk about it Friday on Mitchell in the morning, 840 on KFWR 550. We're going to do a whole segment on it and get it all yep. straightened out about this. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah a little, little precursor, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, him and I both uh, worked the phones today just trying to find out what this <laughs> Yeah. What this uh, very well-informed caller was talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, all of them. Kenny thinks their ticker's pink. Nah, Kenny, it is your eyes. It's red. It's, it's red. red. Hey, it's... Trav, what's up, buddy? And, Doug, you're right. Shop local. Buy local. Yeah. Absolutely. Like down at Lauer Auto Repair. Go down to Lauer Auto Repair. And right I'll tell on. you what, with them 80 and 90-degree days we already had, I hope that everybody's air, air oh, conditioning. It's going to get cold again now. Especially up your way. I don't think it's going to get as cold. Oh, as yeah, 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 yeah. You guys yeah, yeah. might even get snow, I seen. What the heck? Yeah, one to three here by Friday, I guess, and of course the wind. So. <sighs> Hell, we're getting the wind. <laughs> All right. right, Clay, let's keep going here with this Newsweek yes. thing and, and how the how the AR-15 has become a symbol of the right here. So we, yeah. we left off on this guy who, you know, saying, oh, it's, it's a Ted, like putting Ted Bundy as the official serial killer. So <laughs> I can't, <laughs> go can't ahead. believe that. Uh, can you... <laughs> Just that one blows my mind. I mean, talk about going to the extreme just to piss off some. I mean, that is triggered right now. Oh, there. yeah. He, he oh. got triggered hard on that one. You know, yeah. when I was looking at, I don't know which article you're reading, but I've got the Newsweek one here about 
when yeah. they talked about uh, yeah, yeah, that's what basically I they are, and it was how it was developed. And they're right. I mean, they got some of these things right. It was developed, you know, Armalite yeah. developed it in the fifties. Um, then there's an upgrade to an AR-10, which we all know is. is you know, I've got one sitting back here. It's it's uh, chambered in a 308. Uh, yeah, well, they lost the, the patent there in the 70s, and that's kind of yep. when it's like the initial blow up was then because all these other companies started Correct. making it. You know, they all it's still called the AR-15, and they talked to yep. this Chris Waltz, president of AR-15 Gunners of America, and you know he figures it's popular because it's simple, light, easy to modify, accurate, you know, lightweight and simple mm-hmm. to use, which I agree and, and totally customizable. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I can still remember the first time I shot an AR. Um, I was down at the Bismarck gun range. Um, young guy was down there. He was back from Iraq and he had a Bushmaster and I started talking to him. He let me shoot it. And man, I, I mean, I got to tell you, as soon as I shot it, I, I was like, I'm buying one of these things. These things oh, are freaking I, awesome. So, you know, and I was never an AR. I never owned my first AR until Obama got in the office. That's no kidding. I, not that I had anything against them. Mm-hmm. I just never, I never had a an inclination to have one right mm-hmm. but after that son of a bitch took office i figured oh great and and we weren't wrong well, um even though it's way worse now i think but- yeah and that's and that's what we're going to get into right here is um the you know the newsweek is kind of pretty much saying they're interviewing some of these i got mm-hmm. i'll give them credit i mean newsweek's usually pretty leftist but they're they're pretty in their terms open-minded about this but that's what they're saying basically um the reason people on our side, Clay, are, are big AR supporters and people, you know, buying them. I mean, that's a Democrats are just always trying to ban this thing, blaming the gun for everything, blaming this particular gun. Yes. And, and we're just pushing back on it because, you know, we're like, um, the gun doesn't make you kill people. No, it ain't, it ain't the gun. It never has been the gun. Um, this idea, of course, I hate the term gun violence. That's a, mm-hmm. that's something they came up with. Yeah, it's not like true. Climate change. They couldn't win with what they were using, so change the terminology, mm-hmm. and now everything's gun violence. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that if I take something and beat you with it, even beat you to death, I assaulted you, and it's probably pretty violent. So, I mean, it's, it's just mm-hmm. a stupid term. Well, I mean, and ironically, you'd say that. That um, guess what? The more people die from beatings by clubs, hands, and feet than they do by <laughs> yeah. AR-15s. Yeah. So Kevin out there in, in Pennsylvania says the M16A1 was the first 5.56 that he ever shot back in 1981. And and that's, so, you know, I guess we'll go through this a little more, but the AR being the symbol of America, uh, good, bad, there's some probably, you know, there's some negative press, especially from mm-hmm. the left of it, but it has become a statement. It is a political statement. It's a big old middle finger to the left because it's just a, another platform. It's just another firearm. To, to those of us that under, understand this, it's not anything that's any different than any other semi-auto, honestly. It functions like any other semi-auto. To me, and I've always said this, think about the things you can add to it quite quickly and quite easily to make it comfortable and more accurate. Mm-hmm. To me, accuracy is everything when you're shooting you, and, and control. You know, you need to have control of your firearm. You better have. You better know where it's shooting. You better know what it's doing. To me, all these things that the AR does make it just easier for the person to absolutely have control of that firearm and know what they're hitting and make sure that they're making good clean shots or good clean kills if they're out hunting to me it's just a, it's a safety thing it yeah. really is yeah it's low the recoil safest and... gun out there that you can shoot as far as i'm concerned yep well I, you know um for hunting like i said uh, my youngest daughter is going to use it to to shoot a deer this fall 
Is that yeah. your favorite gun, favorite gun that's suppressed? I mean, she shot my bolt actions and semi-automatics and, and single shots and whatnot, but that's easily her favorite. That's easily her, her full-auto nine-iron trap. <laughs> I had to put that on. I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's full yeah. of baseball bat. No, it's so, an assault. Paint it black. It's an assault bat. So they got a big thing here. How um, you know the, the the AR is infamous because it's been used in these bigger massacres. Um, you know, and they go through a few of them. The 2016 Pulse mm-hmm. nightclub, yeah. Sandy Hook, and you know Uvalde. Um, I mean, take that away, and I can add one. Clay, way back in 1966, 15 killed, 31 wounded. That was with the Remington ADL 6 mm. Four round capacity blind magazine Remington bolt action. Okay, so this this mass shooting stuff's not new, it's just far more prevalent now. And it just so happens that you know, I think a lot of these people, these young people who do this, they they played video games probably, and that's the gun that was in there. Like, because my daughter plays video games on her phone with other kids, and and, then ARs are in there, shotguns. She's like, Dad, look at this gun. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, my boys are no different. They, some of them games they play. And, well, hell, I've even played Call of Duty. I had to play it once to see what it was about. Mm-hmm. I can see why they know what all these guns are because they, yeah. they're all things they can use in these games. Um, mm-hmm. The big thing is they gotta they got to make sure that they're differentiating from real life to, to a video right. game. Right. Mine are fine with it. Um, my kids have grown up with firearms their entire life, shooting the real ones, never been scared of them. Always yep. have had the respect because I taught it to them. So you know, Clay, I, I think I, I'm going to have any trouble. But I never even was that. I mean, I seen AR-15s and whatnot in, in gun shops and and in Shields and all these other places I went to. And I, but un, until Clinton and the Democrats banned them, put the mm-hmm. assault weapons ban. I honestly, I, I never gave it a second thought. I'd walk by them and be like, "Wow, look at that thing!" Oh yeah, I was the same way. I, I saw them there. Mm-hmm. I thought they were cool. Um, I've seen some of the neat things they were doing with them. Uh, that's really, in the last 20 years, wow, the things that you can have on an AR and do with an AR, it, it's just went leaps and bounds. But how American is that? The government comes out and says, we're taking this away from you. And the people say, you know what? Kiss our butt. Yeah. And, and contrary we're gonna get to one, we're going to get more of them. We're going to make more. We're going to make them better. And we're going to keep having them. And <laughs> contrary to their, to their lies, um, firearms homicides did not go down after they banned them. Neither did mass no. shooting. So from 1994 to 2004 under the assault weapons ban nope. that they passed, didn't, it didn't make anything, it, nothing they promised, you know, to their leftist utopian uh, idea of gun control. None, none of it was true. None of it came true. Yeah. And then when it expired, again, nothing came true. Um, I think the big thing you see now is the change in the media. Um, if well, that and people's attitudes, young people's attitudes, are they don't they get what they want, it. they flip out. They flip out. But if, if you look at some of John Lott's uh, stats, and, and I always love re- referring John Lott Jr. because he's just he's an expert in this. I mean, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And he found that here, actually, the, quote, mass shootings, they've went down. Um, especially in schools, but they report. I guess, well, if you call real mass shootings, not the way they report it. No, they they reconfigured how they reported it, so that made it worse. Yeah, they're, but like gangs and they're counting children as people from one to nineteen, and yes, they tweak the stats. Yeah, they we so we got a few count worse, but few comments up here. Um, yeah, Randy, I actually saw this deer 
his um his son had bought my youngest six five grendel an ar shot his first deer to he sure was his father's tutelage (laughs) (laughs) i've been hunting with randy a few times he's pretty good offhand shot too and he did that with his 308 ar but yeah i saw his son's deer with a nice white tail and had a hell of a shot on it there and no one hey sure i I agree with you you can do it with something a lot less than that yeah, Kenny, uh, he he points out, he says, he made a comment, no one needs 30 rounds to shoot up a school. Uh, Chuck Schumer, that was his quote. And that was his mm-hmm. quote. Mm-hmm. You're right. You don't need a, you don't need 30 rounds. You don't even need 20. You, I can tell you right now, I can go in there with a shotgun, two shotguns, yeah. and do a lot of damage. I mean, I've pointed it out many times. We're not going to rerun the same. No. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, whatever. But, I mean, that's just their way of doing well, it. And Well, that makes a good point. The news is everywhere. You're right. News is so accessible, <laughs> you know, fake news or real news. It's accessible everywhere between the internet, on television, 24 hour news stations. You know, and when, when she said she's growing up, there were two channels. It wasn't much different for me. I mean, when we finally got cable, we had a few more, but otherwise we had literally three channels and, and public broadcasting. So well, Clay, that I'm was gonna, always available. I'm going to read a few more things here and then we're going to have to do our first, uh, yep. first commercial break. So, they got um, – here's another one of these uh, leftist professors here. We, we can get a kick out of it here. Um, <laughs> this Professor Carolyn Gallagher, an expert on, quote, paramilitary groups and the U.S. religious right. Wow, really? You need an expert on those two things? Hmm. Okay, she told Newsweek that guns have developed into a key identity market for conservatives – distinguishing them from their liberal opponents. Now, we were distinguished from them long before guns. <laughs> Asked whether the proposal to designate the AR-15 as America's national gun could get wider support within the GOP, she replied, unfortunately, yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're at like a badge of honor. Just witnessed a plethora of Christmas cards from Republicans posing with their family members, including children, <laughs> holding guns. It's become so normalized that they show pictures of their guns and not their pets. Oh. Guilty is charged, Miss Gallagher, and proud of it. Absolutely, I, uh, <laughs> I think I know. Well, I, we've done a little of that, but I think we're going to have to have a new one this year. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's hit this first commercial, Clay, yep. and then we're going to come back and talk some prairie dog harvesting. Sounds good. All right. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. All right. Again, thanks to our sponsors, Lau yeah. Auto Repair. Uh, I just can't say enough about Doug and the boys down there. I've had great service. Uh, of course, Mandan Sporting Goods. And by the way, that video you did, I'm still hearing about that. That was awesome when you did the walk. <laughs> I think damn near got 400 views on I that. Know, Man, when I did cool. that, I didn't think it was going to do that. But oh, I'm uh, I'm going to Lauer Friday after we do uh, after we do Todd's show and Mitchell in the morning there. I'm going to head down to Lauer and do an oil change on the old sun and do a tire rotation for there me. So. 
How All right, Clay, so when, when, when do you want me to hit this video? Hit this now, because the... we're going to start talking prairie dogs. All right, so here we, we go. This is going to give you guys a little primer clip. what we're doing yeah. here. All right, yeah, that was a little bit. <laughs> that looked familiar there. It yeah, uh, yeah. We and went down us and me and JD and Axe. We all went down in South Dakota and had a little fun that day. Uh, yeah, that's if anybody listening to a podcast, that's what you had a little line. You're probably like, "What the hell's with the music?" <laughs> oh, it's some prairie dog shooting. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah if you want to skip forward yeah. about forty seconds, if you're yeah, well, you can go check I'm that out on our Facebook or or, or uh, GunsIn701.com or YouTube. So. So Lindell Heipel, she, uh, uh, that, I shouldn't say that. Is that a she or a he? No, that's a dude. Uh, okay. Sorry, Lindell. <laughs> Sorry, Lindell. I, I never know, and I didn't know you. So uh, he says, I shot my 40 caliber pistols last night. The place in Omaha was awesome. Their sign said faith and family. You got to love that. So awesome. Um, get out there. And I love the 40. I have, since I was in Omaha last night, shot the 40. Had fun. The range was so American. Their signs said faith, family, and freedom. Absolutely. Yep. That's and just like a, that's like a varmint repellent for, for leftists when they see that. They won't go in there. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I'm going to let you start out with this because I, I think you're probably going to talk a little bit more about firearms. Um, yeah. 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 I've got a, a few things with gear. And if you noticed in our clip there, that's kind of why I did that too, is we were using a lot of the same gear that we're going to talk about. So, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go over this is article from wide open spaces here. And um, first thing I'm going to, I'm going to just call BS on this first thing. This guy says real quick. Um, other than that, I agree with him, but he was down. Um, they were doing some hunting in Wyoming for big game and well, they filled their tags right away and they, all they had was Creedmoor. So they went down to the Walmart there and bought all the, bought all the six five ammo out and it turned into a prairie dog shoot for him and and um he says is you know the creedmoor is overkill for for prairie dog shooting which it probably is until you get into long range and he says still we were pushing things shooting from beyond 500 yards without sticks or bipods in severe crosswinds dude i don't know your name is but i'm calling complete and total bravo sierra on that crap you're shooting offhand offhand at 500 I tell you yeah. what, I had a friend of mine come with once who said he shoots deer all the time on the run at 500 offhand. He couldn't even hit a prairie dog over leaning over his bag <laughs> at 100 yards. And this, so I'm calling this guy. There's no freaking way. If you can do that, if feel free to it. send me an email there, JD at guns in the 701.com, and show me some video of you doing that. Fact, come I'd be on out. Thoroughly impressed. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make a star <laughs> yeah. out of you. So he kind of goes into uh, with ranges here of what what kind of firearm he he would use it. So he goes inside a 100 uh, rim fires chambered and 17 HMR, 22 meg or even a 22, which I agree with. I, hey, I had a 22. I got uh, it. I got a 22 meg. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd love to see you hit one with that. We got to try that. We might have to try it. <laughs> yeah, the 17 for sure. I mean, that thing for sure. I I mean, um, Wyatt's got his dialed in there. I knew 200 yards we were shooting him from the blind guy. He was he was hitting him. I think he's got that Savage uh, semi-auto A22. And easy. Yeah, I've seen him without a bunch of wind. I mean, it wind, it's not quite there. as easy, but. Yeah, there you go. There is, you go. This is a Savage. It's got the uh, the yeah. Wide's is an auto loader. Yeah, mine's a, a bolt action. But yeah, this is seventeen. Yeah, this yeah, those are awesome. I mean, yep. and I mean seventeens. I've never saw one of them things shoot bad. To be honest with you, there at twenty twos, and I have mine. I could definitely. And when there wasn't much wind at hundred yards, I knew where to hold in my scope. I could I could hit them with that. Not offhand, like you know, I'm not going to get crazy like this guy and claim it was offhand because <laughs> it wasn't. But <laughs> yeah. so. And for medium, he's saying, you know, it's hard to beat the 223. I agree. And he's putting medium range at, you know, out to 450, which eh, I'm going to say 450 is long range. I'm going to go medium range up to probably 325, 350. I'm saying that's medium. You know, okay, maybe this guy's some freaking awesome. I mean, it depends on your skill level. If there's no wind, if there's no wind, I'll say 400. Like that day we were out, the wind was horrible. I I was actually, after seeing our results, I was actually happy with what we did with the wind we were shooting in. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. And, I mean, I got one probably around 400, but it Mm. took me about 10 shots. So it's. I know I I got an education on my Swift. I mean, (laughs) I've never, you know, I didn't even think about it until I started talking like David and some of these other long-range shooters. And they said it really can lift your bullet when shooting into the wind, and it did. (laughs) Yeah. So, Clay, that's not – I forgot about this part. He he says he can handle prairie dogs to 450 with the proper optics or good irons. All right, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out again. 450. You're gonna shoot a prairie dog with iron sights. Uh, if you can, more power to you. But I'd have to. See. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's pure luck if you do that one. I mean, I've shot a lot of open sights, and um, yeah, I, I mean, a prairie what, shooting, dog at 450. Shooting. Yards. If you're gonna tell me you can shoot a gong, for sure, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I've done it, but a prairie dog. Hey. Clay, one thing about shooting prairie dogs, um, no matter how good of a shot you think you are, your ass can get humbled real oh. quick in the real world shooting prairie dogs. I don't care what you well, think you shoot. This cup, this nice Lauer Auto yeah. Repair Cup. I mean, that's a pretty fat prairie dog. That's right there, a big, actually. mature, fat prairie dog. Um, if you get the younger ones, I'm telling you guys, it's not a very big target. If Keith figures, Keith figures out, he bets that guy was a Marine. <laughs> hey don't let keith fool you he was a sniper he, he actually was qualified sniper so i like i like uh randy's coming everybody's a sniper when nobody's around yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's like i caught the biggest fish but he got away yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know just like in yeah in the bar every night when you've seen a, a deer he must have been the biggest one oh, we ever seen biggest one maybe that's bionic i mean i had 20 20 till i was about 40 i'm 51 now and <laughs> I yeah. maybe them guys that shoot would I don't even know how big are them targets when they shoot down in Ohio there at the army. Uh, uh, you know, that it depends on what you're on. You know, like when we were shooting long range at the clinics, you you know, when we shot the mile, that was a four by four foot piece of steel. Sounds mm-hmm. like a big target until you start looking at it at a mile, seventeen hundred and sixty yards. Yeah. I hit it, but it took me a little while to get it dialed in and figure out how to do it. But once you did it, it was kind of fun. But uh I didn't do it with open sights. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, 
Yeah, and then so then he goes on to longer range, and he he basically you know his um, he's going to stick with something like a Rem seven hundred scoped, you know, um, and yeah, and then he's yeah, <laughs> then he's definitely using the six five Creedmoor and anything four fifty plus. He says, "Oh man, I thought somebody that snipey would just stick with the two twenty three. <laughs> yeah. And he, a few sex accessories are also helpful. He says range finders, yeah, shooting sticks, shooting sticks, nah. I'm even calling bull crap on that. Shooting sticks aren't stable enough to shoot a small prairie dog for for almost every single person at that range. There's no way. Um, well, bipod for prone shooting, which is true. I shoot prone almost all the time when yep. I shoot prairie dog. I mean, you can lay down the P-dog crap or you can carry around your shooting mat, whatever you want to do. And even a spotter doesn't hurt. Spotters are spotters Important, are freaking. I think. Yeah, they are definitely. I mean, I'm going to have just as much fun spotting and, and helping the shooter out as I do. As well, I do shooting them, actually. as we showed in that clip before we went into this, that was Axe sitting there shooting on the one side, and then you were actually spotting for him, and he missed, but you, you know, you hollered out, you know, I think you went over him. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it happens, but I can tell you, yeah, a, a spotter, a good spotter, especially in like we were shooting some horrible wind that day, makes a heck of a difference when you're trying to <sighs> dial in on a dog. I mean, yeah, and that wasn't that, that was not a very long you know, target. I mm -hmm. suppose he was out there 150 yards when we were doing that, but 150 yards in that wind, that was a hell. And it was a crosswind on, top. I mean, what did we look at? It was like 27 with gust to 38. Yeah, it was, it <laughs> sucked. I mean, we were lucky. We Good got the fun. footage. We did actually, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, finished it off here on this article. Um, he said, he says, if there's any feature you need on one of these good varmint rifles, it's an excellent trigger. And I could not agree with him more. I, I think an excellent trigger is good on any, like I said, my, my, my pistol I showed you here, it's an mm -hmm. apex. I think I actually put it in myself because yes. um, Smith and Wesson, they got that weird trigger that break and it's not bad, but I mean, <laughs> this thing's like a, like your freaking Chevy Tahoe high country or something compared to the, the junkiest, <laughs> you know, little, uh, got an escalade what, now yeah yeah it, it's it's sweet and it a good oh. trigger will improve anybody's accuracy for sure i mean even tr if trout still listen even on them scuzzy rattle trap ak's you might <laughs> instead of shooting a bucket group at a at 100 you might you might well yeah. i've got i mean i've got some timony triggers that i've you know, installed on some guns and i can tell you right now triggers are everything yeah well not everything but sure. they are an important big component. time help big time help. i mean I just I I can't tell you what it is the how nice it is mm -hmm. and what it takes out of a gun when you don't have that heavy pull or all that creep. Yep. I mean, it just it takes another element out of uh, making you inaccurate. There's a there's another um because I had a I like I love Ruger American rifles, and there's a place it's, it's called M Carbo, um in Florida. They and you can buy them. They're like twelve dollars a little spring. You can take your gun out of the stock and put this spring in there. And I mean, that'll make your trigger and these things down to about two and a half, three pounds worth every penny. If you, if you love good triggers, go on M Carbo and get one of those. Love those things. There I put them, put them in any, any, any Ruger American. And I will tell you this, you know, getting, and it goes hand in hand with the firearm. I think a good set of, of optics, you've got to have a good set of glasses. Oh yeah. Now, yeah, you're three by nine by 40. You get to about 100, 150 with that, but when they're out there at long range, you're going to need something a lot better than that. And it's got to be clear. It can't be junk. I know people can do it. Don't get me wrong. When I first started shooting, I didn't have no money, so mm -hmm. I had a lot of Bushnells and a lot of junk like that, trash goes and 
crap. <laughs> I never heard I'm him just, called that. Yeah. No, that the best thing you can do with your Tasco is take it off your gun and then go bend it in half, like on your bumper. Yeah. Or, your or put it on a BB gun. <laughs> or put it on a BB gun. I just I got no use for them. Yeah. Um. But I I hear you. And you, you guys buy always... mid range stuff. There's a lot of good mid range stuff out there too. But if if you are yeah. able to. Spend the money and buy the op. You can make a, a mediocre gun shoot a little better by putting some thing, you know, putting some time and money into it. You'll never make a, a, a crappy piece of glass be a good piece of glass. Not yeah. going to happen. I mean, especially now the way the modern machine techniques with, with oh. um, I mean, CNC machining has made cheap guns. That's why Ruger Americans are awesome. I mean, because most of them take AR-15 mags if you get the Predator or the Ranch and Yep. And, and things every one of the things I've ever shot is just lights out for, for the price you can pay so, for. Them, so I brought props. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. So here's something. If you don't know what this is, for those of you that listen on the podcast, basically this is a harness for your binoculars. You put it around your back, put it on your shoulders, and then it secures your binoculars right here on your chest, but gives you the mobility to grab that because of the elasticity in these uh, harnesses. And they're not, I think when I bought, I remember I haven't bought one for a while, but I remember it. This was like 12 bucks when I bought it. I mean, I've had it a while. Yeah, they're more than that now. They're about I'm 20, sure. 20, probably about 25 now. Joe's, and, Joe's and this is an me. Allen. So, and it's been good. There's all kinds of brands out there. Mm-hmm. To me, it's one of the most useful tools. I think if I remember right, uh, you you had a set on when we were down there shooting. Oh, yeah. Must on. have any kind of hunting for sure. It just, it makes it, it frees up your hands and they're just, they're right mm-hmm. there. Boom. You don't have to fiddle around. I used them a lot when I was doing a lot of predator hunting. Loved them. I think it's an important piece of gear. Another thing. And I would say if you're a rich mechanic. I had this with me. I had my pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I do, I can put water and stuff in this one too. And, and I I can tell you this, and this kind of goes into some of and I'll finish. I'll, I'll go more into this when Jamie's finished talking about the guns, but get a good pack. Um, you can put your ammo. Mm-hmm. You can put everything in there you need. Yeah. Uh, I usually keep some first aid stuff in it when I get ready. You never know. I mean, I don't drive around a dog town, if you notice, and there's a reason for that. But Yeah. I mean, if it's somebody, if it's a town that's never really been shot, you're going to get away with that easy. You can do that. But, uh, yeah, like the backpacks, Clay, I mean, I, I, I had a cheaper, I bought one of the cheaper midway ones and it lasted all right. But now I, I did pay a lot more for one at Shields. I think it was a red rock or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that thing was about a hundred dollars and it, it worked. It's awesome. That thing's they're worth the money. They really yeah, are. And I, I was going to say them, um, you know, you had the, the binocular straps there. I mean, I said, mm-hmm. if, if you're a rich auto mechanic, then you can actually afford the binos. <laughs> With the rangefinder in it, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, Doug, Clay, he's right. Well, yeah, Clay, 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 Clay gets snake some snake boots, I tell you man. what, I, I've never killed more more rattlesnakes in one little area hunting dogs. Yeah, than we did that day. And I mean, I've shot on a lot of prairie dog towns, but yeah, there's evidently there's an issue there. <laughs> I've never paid much attention to the to the ground on a dog town, but but around where we were there. Oh. So from now on, no matter where I'm going, I'm going to be looking a little more. <laughs> Eric, I can't hunt without my binoculars. Mm-mm. Me neither. I, binoculars are just, there are a lot of people that just use the scope on their gun, but I can Mm-mm. tell you right now, not me. I'm going to use a good set and get a good set of binoculars, guys. I've got a pretty good set. Uh, mine are the Bruntons and Brunton didn't make, I wasn't impressed with their scopes back in the day when they were producing optics, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy their binoculars. They're good. They're, the clarity is what 
sold me, even in the low light. And let's face it, unless you're shooting prairie dogs, if you're out hunting, you're in low light because you're either early in the morning or you're getting towards the end of the day and there's a lot of low light. And that's where the, a good quality optic really stands yeah. out above the cheaper ones. But good binoculars and you had your spotting scope out there. Oh, um, yeah. 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 I got that actually for putting 20 years in where I work at Crown Dental mm-hmm. on, my, on my boss. And both of my bosses, my good friend of mine and his wife bought that for me and the, the oh, tripod sad. and all that. And I had this, uh, you know, I got the phone scope on there. I do a lot of videos with that yep. and pictures of deer. But yeah, I mean, that spotting scope's freaking awesome. Even if, even just for looking for prairie dogs, you can see them. It's, it works awesome for that. Don't get a cheap one like Clay's. I mean, no. I mean, you might be tempted by some of them cheaper ones. Uh, man, I had one. <laughs> Once I got this better one, I just junked that thing pretty much. Yeah. That's a Vortex, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Vortex, man, 20 to 60 <laughs> by 80 or something. And Brandon just, man, this morning could just chime in Vortex 15 to 56. Yeah, Vortex makes some good stuff. They do. Yeah, um, yeah mine's HD, actually. But, yeah, I, I, a good spotting scope. Good, and Like I said, we went out together. Um, we, we had some bags. Some, I think we had bipods, too. But, like, my pack, I've used my pack a lot of times if I need something to, for a little bit more stability. Yeah, I'll throw that pack up there and use mm-hmm. it. Um, but like I said, yeah. So I said the guy with the shooting sticks. So I was just reading the comment there too. Kenny's calling BS on that guy. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Kenny. That, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you're not going to get lucky sometimes to hit one, but not offhand at 450 yards with heavy yeah. wind. No way, dude. <laughs> Here's Marty. When you come hunting with me, you're going to be hunting in no light conditions. <laughs> I like it. I, like, I love it. <laughs> that means we got to get thermal. There we go. We'll yeah. Thermal. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Now, there is something, but I don't think the doggies come out at night. I, I noticed on them dog towns when it gets get, nah. when it's starting to get dark, they, hit, yeah. they go down. That's for, Marty's That's, raccoon. That's for Marty's raccoon hunting there. Yeah. So, so this other guy's got, Clay, uh, use a suppressor and – he he figures he keep this thing can help keep most of them out of their holes even when you miss. This is a, this is from Area Fifty One Sports. Nah, I'm sorry, I I've done it with suppressors too. Mm. It doesn't keep man. It doesn't. In my opinion, that doesn't keep them up. What did keep them up is when I first went down with Clayton and there was a tree road and he's like, we're going to sneak around here. And I was like, all right, well, you guys think we're deer hunting or something? I mean, we're going to lead into that. I, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got in there and <laughs> we didn't have suppressors, Clay. Not and then we didn't. Clay was right on the money with that because we sat there all day nailing these things and they didn't have a damn clue. In fact, that, that's a good lead. And I think, I think Jamie thought I was crazy when I said, well, we're going to park in the yard, wear your camel. You know, be, yeah, blend in, act like you're hunting them. And I know I, I was just like, I, I don't think too many people do that. And we parked in the yard there at that Tomac place and we walked all the way through them dead trees and into the right sat in the fence line. The grass was kind of high there. And I mean, mm-hmm. we sat there, no suppressors, but we were cameled up. We were pretty hidden. Yep. And we sat and shot all day long from that position. Yeah. Crush and was there great. wasn't much wind. I mean, we just killed dog after. There's guys, got remember, there's like two, literally two sections of dog there. That's way too mm-hmm. many, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah, they were they were way out there, but I mean, we were we were having a good time in oh, you know two fifty and in. So, and that's why 
when when we talk about gear and things for hunting uh, prairie dogs, one of my things is is tactics. I know that sounds stupid, but I'm telling you right now, yeah, if you go to a town that hasn't been shot at much, you can probably drive around and stop and shoot dogs and, and get a lot of shooting. And but I'm telling you right now, especially if you're hunting public land where they get shot at a lot, concealment concealment is more important than even noise yeah don't high point yourself it's like any other kind of hunting yep act like you're hunting them get in there sneak in don't skyline yourself if you can stay concealed you'll be able to shoot dogs they'll hear it they won't know where it's coming from and they won't i mean they're going to go down initially but they're going to come right back up but they don't go down like they do if they see you and uh i mean like i said jamie and i sat there all day all afternoon until we Basically, we're getting low on ammo, and it was getting dark. It was time to yeah. go. That <laughs> was just, and we didn't even have no cameras in. It's just, it was a different time then. But oh my goodness, what a good time that was! Yeah, it was. Yep. So, should we? Uh, let's hit our let's hit our triple commercial here, Clay. We're at seven fifty. So yep. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one more. I I don't know if we're yep. gonna go. We're gonna go on to the Illinois thing, right? Yes, sir. So I want to add a couple other things here when you when to think about when you're going prairie dog shooting. A good, comfortable pair of boots. Whatever you hunt in when you go out, wear those. Because I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now, you're gonna, if you do it right, you're going to be walking. You should. You're going to get a lot mm-hmm. more shooting. Sunscreen, guys. It's summertime. Yep. Put some sunscreen on. Take it with you. Bug repellent, things like that. This thing people don't really usually think about. Um, I even like to sometimes have a poncho in my, in my pack. Uh, I have been out there, and I've been a long ways from the vehicle, and I don't like walking back in the rain. <laughs> so if it does start to rain, you know, have a little rain gear with you. Uh, hearing protection. We had our muffs on. Uh, I wouldn't go anywhere without hearing protection, especially on a dog town, guys. Mm-hmm. It's repetitious, repetitious, repetitious. You got to have, you know, have some something to hydrate yourself with. That's pretty important, too. I mean, just use your head. Use, you know, be logical about what you're doing and you're going to have a, a good time. Yeah. A lot of shooting in and you'll be able to hone your skills up. Just think about it a little bit. Don't just drive out and go, I'm going to shoot some prairie dogs and take nothing with you but a gun and a little extra ammo because you're going to, you're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. Honestly. I, I would also say add to that clay. Um, if you use anything with an AR 15 Meg, you can get, you get, uh, them tack vests for like 35 bucks, yep. put them on. You're going to hold like four or five extra mags. And and if you prone out, a lot of people, <laughs> buddy mm-hmm. of mine, Derek Plasic, shot, told me this a long time ago. I've been doing it ever since. Go buy them, buy the like the neoprene elbow pads. If you get down and the, the, the prairie dogs eat that grass down and dirt, and your elbows are grinding into that all day. When you get down, your elbows will get sore. Ever since I've used them, I haven't had a problem with them. So. And you're right, Kenny. Just shooting, and, and yep. I had one out there. I don't know if you remember that day. I yeah, my, I got a nice shooting mat too. I, I didn't had my have shooting with. mat with me, and uh, yeah, you're right. It just whether it's cactus or not, you get like it down there. There was cactus, but you go to a couple of these other Throw places. Over that rattlesnake and land. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a bomb went off. Good coolers, Doug. So yeah. All right. Uh, Eric yeah. puts out one more thing there. He says, "Going before sunrise and ambush them." That's uh, what we do in in full camel. I, I know. I, and some people don't believe you when you <laughs> when you tell them this. They're like, "Really?" I go, "I'm not kidding, guys." Yeah. If you hunt them. You'll have a lot. I'm going to just sleep into like noon and then get down there about three o'clock. And Randy, and <laughs> before we go to break, Randy says, yep, Marty, I heard a guy choked out a mountain lion. <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. 
Let's hit this commercial. We're going to come back with the Illinois ban semi-autos for hunting on their public land. We'll be right back. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lowry Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the Blind Guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. It's every American's right to bear arms. At Mandan Sporting Goods, we're here to help you support your Second Amendment rights, which reads, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Whether you're looking for a pistol for personal defense or collector gun, we have the staff to help you. We also have the area's largest inventory of ammo and reloading supplies. Mandan Sporting Goods, the area's local gun and ammo specialists. All right. We're back. We're back. Thanks to our sponsors, Lauer Auto Repair, down there on South Washington. Of course, the blind guy, North Dakota, 701-222-3933. And Mandan Sporting Goods, 701-751-1026. like to read those off for those of you guys that are downloading the podcast and not seeing those ads so um yeah i i and one thing hey brandon i don't know them prices look pretty good you might have we might have to update yeah. that commercial you, <laughs> uh, in there I, and shoot one for I, you i sent you that text from from brandon i forwarded to you clay i don't know if you got that or not i must not have but um i would also say you you guys go in there and, and uh, patronize our sponsors make sure and tell them you heard it on guns in the 701 so they know, um, so they know their their sponsorship dollars are actually doing some good for them, for them and for us, mm-hmm. helping each other out here. Absolutely. So before we move on to the Illinois thing here, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw this out here. Uh, you saw that we had the new stickers, and those are going to be five bucks. Uh, you can get a hold of Jamie. We got some new caps that are coming, and hopefully we're going to have our hey, we're, Clay and I are going to talk to a gal here next couple of days, and. She's going to try and get our payment thing set up on her. So hopefully yes. by next hopefully. Wednesday when you guys come back on, we can tell you you can buy stuff right off her website. Go right. ahead, Clayton. Well, these are basically like the neon green with a, with a gray front, and it's got the Guns and 701 logo patch up there with a black and silver uh, lettering. It's real nice. Now, these, cop, these caps are going to be a little bit more than our last ones because they costed a little more. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at 30 bucks a cap, but they're, they're high quality, and I think you guys are going to like them. These are a snapback. No, they're not the flat bill. I suppose you could <laughs> flatten them out if you want to. Country yeah. gangster. Yeah, but anyway, um, and we ordered those. So that's just, just a sampling of them. Here are the ones. These are the gray with the black background. They're going to snap back one. Nice looking hat. 
What's snapback? Um, oh, you mean just like the okay, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead, Clay. I'm sorry. It's a plastic tab where you can adjust them. (laughs) We're gonna also have patches here. Um, we're gonna have these for sale. Um, forget what were them gonna be. The caps are gonna be 30 bucks, I believe. I don't think we worked on uh oh I know what these were ten dollars because they're an actual leather patch. Yeah, they're laser engraved with guns in the 701, the retro logo, and then our website on them. We have the brown with black lettering. We have sexy. Black with the gold. I really, those turned out, I just really like those. They look real good. And then we got the black with the silver. So we're going to have them all available. We don't have them in hand yet, but they're finished. Uh, should be picking them up this week. And hopefully, yeah, like I said, by next week, you can go online and actually start uh, ordering them there. Or, again, if you know me and you, and, or you know Jamie, just text us. Otherwise, you can reach both of us. Play mm-hmm. at gunsinthe701.com. Or JD at guns in the 701.com and we'll we'll sell some yeah. uh, gear to you and some merch. And uh, of course it goes to help us out keep the show running. Hey Randy, Randy said we need uh every state should have an organized Melissa private, not state run, mind you. Hey Randy, I think I might get that uh next decal of mine here, 701 militia right inside that there North Dakota. Go. <laughs> hey brandon said hey here you go brandon man down sporting goods 10 percent off if they tell me that they heard it there on guns in the 701. Yeah, Perfect. baby. Thank you, hey, come for me too. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Thanks, Brandon. That's off awesome, man. Dan Sporting Goods. If you come in there and tell them you heard it on Guns of the Seven Hundred One, you get ten percent off. So that's go awesome. On there and, and and patronize a guy that absolutely. I know. I know. Brandon is one hundred percent American. He loves this country. He loves the Second Amendment. Uh, you ain't gonna right find a, a better a better shop or a better guy. Uh, to do business with and you know that he's behind everything that that we stand for so yes some coffee Brandon. and cookies in there too you go in there and browser. you gotta talk to joe while you're in there yeah <laughs> kenny says you can't wait for us to show off our 701 tats <laughs> <laughs> oh my good eric uh eric's got the camel oh on. yeah i got clay's got the camel one on i got, I got the, it's yep. like the one i'm wearing uh, tonight, uh, it's got the kind of the brown duck stuff up front, and then the, it's camo yep. all the way around. Um, yep. We're getting some more of them. I actually just placed the order for I got uh, themselves, and then we'll get the, the patches put on them, Eric. So we will have them. And, Eric, you know I'm going to get enough. I'll get one to you. So, so I ordered some other ones. They're kind of eh, kind of like this. I got this blind guy hat. You can see it, kind of that military camel. It's on the backs, just mesh, and we're gonna have that. We're gonna have that patch right on the front. Hopefully, we're working with the guy up here and, to get them sewn on. So, and we still have T-shirts. Jamie's got some, yeah. a few left up there. I got a few. And left I got to talk to Clay. I got some guys interested um, in some hoodies too, Clayton. By so. the way, if you can't see this, I can do this logo too if you're interested. Um, we didn't do that on the T-shirts, but we can do them. That's the newer mm-hmm. one that looks like the signs that are behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's nice that's why i wore this tonight i thought you know i want to see something different there we go i want to eat them hey yeah that's right brian sent me that pick i forgot all about that brian i'm sorry he picked up a rosie pump oh. 22 on saturday at mound down sporting goods awesome yeah. glad you went in there glad you're supporting our sponsors because like i said we can't do it without them so i gotta so cheech you know my buddy cheech he yep. sent this to me there we go right sweet there. He went down to Nebraska. That's his dad with him, and uh, they harvested awesome. a, a buffalo. So he got a big Tatanka. Yeah, that's <laughs> he told awesome. Me that that, man. that like rifle that. he was using that was his dad's rifle. Sweet. So kind of a you know a little bit of history there, mm-hmm. doing what they were doing. Uh, Cheech is a, a good friend of mine with uh, North Dakota Farm Bureau. 
So yeah, congratulations can, on a great hunt. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you can hunt with your dad, it's good times too. You get good memories from that. So. Yep, absolutely. All right, All Clay, right. you want you want to hit it on this Illinois semi-auto band? You want to hit, you want to lead off on this one? Yeah. So this come, um, I'll tell you how this come about, guys. We uh, were asked if we knew anything about a ban on ARs or quote assault weapons on public land, and mm-hmm. I hadn't heard anything. I went ahead and did I a search. Either. So here's what I found in my search, and then uh, we finally got the link. Uh, David actually sent it to us. Yep. Uh, there from 1760 Sports. I actually found it. It was actually very troubling to see how many times this has been introduced in Congress in committees and it died. Mm-hmm. So you got the U.S. Forest Service, BLM, all these governmental agencies at the federal level have actually considered this. They're basically a banning assault weapons, as they call them. They didn't define them either, by the way. Primarily, they were targeting the AR-15. But uh, they it wasn't that was not the only firearm that could class be classified right. under this assault weapons ban, much like this deal we're going to talk about in Illinois. Luckily, nothing ever came about it. It either got killed in committee or even when they were going to propose a regulation, they got so much feedback from the public that they decided it was a dumb idea. So just keep that in mind. They're thinking about it even at the federal level. So all you people that love the fact the feds have all this public land that you can go hunt on well mm-hmm. maybe you might be able to hunt on it someday you might be down to just a crossbow or a single shot or a 22 or a shotgun because they have considered this at the federal level it just didn't go anywhere keep that in mind yeah so here's what we found out in illinois um and i didn't realize that this was something it was called the the protect illinois oh yeah i remember in this Act. past Yep, and uh, it's been in effect. It looks like what since twenty twenty one, twenty two, something like that. I don't even really know. I, I know that it, no, it is, I, no. This is the one they just passed here. Oh, that Pritzker and the, yeah, and they okay. they got the House and Senate there. So maybe that was some other things they were talking about that tried yep. beforehand. Yeah, but anyway, uh, the the Protect Illinois Community Act, and it was signed by the governor. Okay, it was signed by the governor last year, so it was signed last year. Must mm-hmm. go into effect this year. It's going to impact your ability to buy and use an assault weapon. But now officials say that the law will apply to certain shotguns. Who would have thought that, right? They Me? have two uh, yeah. <laughs> Illinois has 294 public hunting acres covering that area, sorry, 294 yep. public hunting areas covering 700,000 acres of land. And as of Monday, of course this was a little bit dated. Uh, there is a common gun that's being used in Illinois Uh-oh. that now will be illegal. Huh. Any shotgun that has the capability of adding an extended magazine is also banned. That's almost every single one of them. Right. You could yep. have one with three shells, but if it has a capacity or a capability of adding an extension to that magazine, which could be the tube, and it could hold the up to eight to 13 shells, which oh, I like how they, that's a lot of shotgun shells. It's not, <laughs> that will make them illegal under the way the new law is written. And mm-hmm. this is the president of the Illinois Federation of Outdoors Resources stated on that. You know, I'm, I'm sure nobody except the Democrats and those that hate guns probably thought about that, but it, it definitely is something that they didn't. Well, you don't, if you need it. a shotgun, Clay, get a double barrel. You don't need all That's that. That's all you need. Just need two shots. Right? Joe told you. Somebody's at your That's door. Right. Just stick it up there and blow two holes through your That's door. That's right. Just bolt, touch them both <laughs> off. 
<laughs> anyway, he goes, we don't want people breaking the law, not knowing what the law is, and then being charged with a felony, because once you're charged with a felony, and if you're convicted of it, you can no longer own a firearm, period, Bryant said. And in a lot of cases, that's true. It depends on the felony. But I imagine with that one, it would be. Mm -hmm. um, there was a, you know, there's a guy here. He says he hunts. He's a plastic surgeon, a recreational hunter. This was in the article. He hunts on private property, but says that this will make a big splash for those that use public land. It's a really bad idea. He said, it's not going to do anything. And all it's going to do mm -hmm. is make everybody mad. Everybody who's accessing public land to participate in hunting activities. Those are the guys who buy the licenses. You know, they hunt there all the time. And I'll add to this. They're the ones that buy the licenses. And from those license fees, they're the ones that are supporting the upkeep and the management yep. of that land. And then they're, they're going to be told, sorry, eh, you can't use this. So the Department of Natural Resources, they sent out a statement saying this. The Protect Illinois Communities Act banning assault weapons creates an exemption. Hmm. We'll see. For possession of weapons used for hunting as permitted yeah. by the Wildlife Code. To determine whether it is legal to bring a weapon, I like how they always refer to it a as a weapon, weapon. Yeah. on public lands to hunt, you must be in full compliance with the Wildlife Code and the administrative rules for the hunting activity that you are engaged in. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources is working with Illinois State Police to put together a list of weapons permitted to be oh, used good. under the Wildlife Code. Well, gee, glad they're doing that. Under the Protect Illinois Communities Act, this list must be finished by October 1st, 2023. Even though the list is not completed at this time, it is important to emphasize that the exemption from the assault weapons law is tied to the Wildlife Code, and that code has not been changed by this act. So just if take was, a chance and go hunt with it, Clay, see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. And, then, and so I did do a little digging. I went on there and read a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like anything else. It's not exactly clear. Um, I can see where this would be a real problem if you're a hunter in Illinois. Of course, I don't know why you haven't picked up and left that <laughs> communist state, but whatever. You missed a good part here, Clay. What's you that? You missed a good part. Officials say if you owned one of these guns before mm. the law passed last year, you're grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? You still need to register your gun to keep it. Yeah, and... You know, they so, have a little special uh, license one, for that, too. At the beginning, they're telling you this law passed. If it can take an extended magazine, it's a salt weapon, and you can't hunt with it. And then these guys are telling you you can. So that's what I'm saying. I, there's no damn way I'd go hunting with it because if they catch no. you with it, and like the guy said up here, they catch you with the damn thing, you're a felon and convicted. You can no longer own a firearm, period. They take away your Second Amendment rights. Yeah, Exactly. I mean, here's my conspiracy. I think they like this kind of crap. We'll just think how many of these guys we can get, and they can never own freaking guns again. You know well, what I mean? Love, they love the idea that this Well, is... you said right here, you, 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 I can hunt with you. Yeah, but the list wasn't complete till October 1st. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you take like out here. You can By the way, you didn't register grouse. or hand it over. Yeah, don't, you didn't register your gun <laughs> register. And, and get your FOID card. Um, if you don't know what that is, go look up FOID, FOI um, card. FOI. firearm owner's ID card. And that's a thing you have to have in Illinois. Because of the <laughs> Lynette's state. totally lost in the rules. I know, Lynette, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, oh, Randy. Update. Um, I got to give an update. Yep. Eric says the steer is quartered and hung up the cool. That's my happy <laughs> ending for a steer that was being a pain in the gluteus. Oh, maximus. I love it. Nice job, Eric. Well, now, hopefully you're uh, not. You know, I know you like Corona, but I understand Corona is part of uh, eh, all that company that does Bud Light. So, 
Hey, Randy, you swing um, into the you st- swing <laughs> into the lab. I, I'll have a I'll bring in a pile of GNT seven hundred one stickers. You can take one or two, whatever you want, buddy. So he's go. gonna put it right up next to his NRA Life member sticker. Your great there American, you my friend. Speaking of that, Clay NRA, um, what was a big crowd there? So let's just let's just blow right into our bullet points here, should we? Oh, great! You picked that one. Go ahead, you go with it. I, yeah, no, I, I didn't pick it. I just kind of if that was it. yours, man. I nope. I'm, I got other. So everybody, the NRA is dying. You know, we're losing. The, they're not. They're not. To, much to the chagrin of people who don't like the NRA, um, you're dumb. You're dumb if you want them gone. Anyways, massive <laughs> turnout in Illinois and in Indiana. Seventy-seven thousand two hundred forty-six thousand people awesome. gathered there. Sold out motel rooms. I don't remember how many million. They said that they made from that. It, it, it was freaking awesome. Huge economic boom. Even the people, Clay, I listened to some NRA to some podcasts that these guys are anti-NRA, and they're like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta admit, it looks like the NRA is coming back hardcore." So, and there, they said they it was are. great. They said it was great, and they had fun there, and it was awesome. So, hopefully, these yep. guys that are anti-NRA, I, I'll admit the NRA kind of did some goofy things there. I, I, I never was gonna give up on them, but man. They're coming back hard, and and believe me, we need the NRA if we want to keep our Second Amendment rights here. So don't don't be one of these guys. These guys, I'm not going to go down a rabbit trail because I'm bullet points. <laughs> hey, David chimed in. David, we were talking about you earlier. Uh, we just covered your Illinois uh, public land ban or public hunting land ban on ARs yeah. and, and assault Thanks weapons, for that. not necessarily ARs. But yeah, so it was good a uh, good discussion. So yeah, no, I do NRA, have another bullet point play, but what do you got? Oh, I say NRA had a very, very successful annual meeting. The way it sounded, awesome. Um, it was Love an it. economic boom. Great speakers to the Indiana area there where they held. We it. actually covered some of the speakers on Monday on, on uh, in yep. the crosshairs with, with JD and Clay with host Jay Dillon. Clay actually put the video of that up on our our YouTube channel, right, Clayton? Yeah, I think it is up there. I believe. Yeah, it's about twenty minutes. Clay yep. had some difficulty, technical oh, difficulties right away, but I don't know what happened there. I mean. I, you know, I, I got on, the, I logged in everything here. It was working and I did it tonight. It was working. I think it was on their end. And I, of course I couldn't fix anything. They use Zoom when they bring us into that. And I hate that. Yeah. Zoom just isn't a good platform as far as I'm concerned. But no. So a couple things with, uh, go ahead. Uh, if you want to do another one, otherwise I got a couple. Yeah. So this is kind of, I was on the treadmill the other night and I saw this going through the channels and I was like, Hey, what's this? I'll watch. It was like a world war two. Hitler's last days or something, you know, but it was kind of a reenactment, a modern reenactment. And then they were kind of, they'd go through the guns and show the, show the schematic. I don't know if you can see that clay. Oh, the yeah. BAR yeah. Browning automatic. So I was like, Oh yeah, oh, you know, yeah. BAR <laughs> baby. <laughs> so, and then, and then clay, I'll tie this in with that comment we had on, on, uh, on YouTube. So I did a little PSA out at Doug's on Sunday of what difference between a clip and a magazine and, and some guy come on there. All right, dude, yeah. that's all old. Nobody, no, everybody knows about that. Try being so clay. <laughs> I'm gonna show you this picture. Here's what they said. Here's what they said goes in the bottom of a BAR. A can you read that, Clay? I can't read it. No. A 20 round, and their schematic of it, their fancy Nat Geo, all their big computers, a 20 round clip, clip. is what the BAR accepts. A real <laughs> clip. Yeah. Um, sorry, Nat Geo. That would be a magazine, not a clip. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I watch uh, I watch shows all the time where they call clips mags and I actually call mags clips and it's like really I mean you can't yeah. get the, the the common yeah. terminology down the correct terminology. A fast I'm way gonna... to say it is 
a clip feeds a magazine magazine feeds a rifle so there you go there you go so. that's all i get oh <laughs> god dang it clay one more thing yeah i, I hate to cut you if you no. get any anybody listening who's on facebook i'll tell you what we got a poll on there clay oh, and i are doing going to start doing a weekly poll we're going to do the results on on uh in the crosshairs on monday and this particular poll clayton is the question is, do you believe the North Dakota legislature has our back concerning Second Amendment rights? We got 40, what do we got here? 40 votes on the nose here, and one answer is dominating, but I would encourage you guys all to get back on there, get on Facebook, and it's right on the top of our page here on our Featureds, um, right next to our great patriotic sponsors, and take the poll. I think I actually got it on my, my regular Facebook page, too, if you're friends with me and Jamie Breck, but yeah, take that poll, guys. We want as many people answering this as we can. We're gonna give the we're gonna give the final results on, like I said, in the crosshairs next Wednesday. We'll let you know as well. But I think every week, Clay, I think every week we might do a, a Facebook I poll, think so. right? I think, I, think I think about doing that. Yep. Hey, uh, Randy, he pointed out treadmill with a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, Randy. Somebody's got to do it. I had to reply. You probably was drinking a pickle beer from one of the sponsors. <laughs> no, no, I had those from Brandon there. I, man, they tasted good, but man, they gave me a headache. So I, I, I had two left. I gave them to Dougie. We're gonna see what his review was. Like I said, the Rivas they tasted good, tasted like pickles. Uh, but man, I next day my head wasn't feeling so good. <laughs> so, Lynette says right. you couldn't get it to work. The poll or. <laughs> What's that? She said she couldn't get it to work. I'm not. I don't know if she's talking about our poll on Facebook. Or... Oh, I don't know. I I did go vote last time. I looked at it. The no's were uh, were leading, <laughs> but it's been a while. <laughs> David puts on. Everyone knows magazines <laughs> have words. At. Clips have bullets. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Like oh. It. Yep. So, uh, all right, Clay, are, we got that yeah. going, or are we, are we are we done with the bullet points here? Are we gonna, no, are we I'll gonna tell you hit what, I got a couple here I'll do. We got, uh, okay. I thought I had to put this out here. Uh, Hobbs, Governor Hobbs, she's, uh, she's the one that assumed oh, yeah. the position of governor in in Arizona. And I do believe that after seeing everything, I mean, there's even, it's still going through the court system. I don't think she's the, the legitimate governor, but she's a, a coward and a Democrat. And a communist. She vetoed a school safety measure. Uh, basically, they passed a series of these in Arizona. And being around a bullet point, I'm not going to go into details on this, but they passed or they passed HB 2332, which would have set up a firearm safety education program for grades six through twelve. And Senate Bill 1331 in Arizona would have allowed Arizonans to carry concealed licenses to lawfully bring their firearms to campuses. Well, what did she do? She vetoed them. Of course, no surprise. She's a leftist communist. But she had she couldn't just veto it. She says, given the increasing concern over safety of schools, the legislature intends that intends that children in this state receive instruction about firearms from qualified individuals with a focus on safety rather than from popular culture in various forms of media. The House bill's legislative intent stated. Oh, sorry, I'm reading the wrong, but that's what they wanted. Her actual veto. Basically says mandatory firearm safety training in schools is not the solution to gun violence prevention. And she added that the proposed course could lead to immediate and long-term impacts on the health and well-being of students, teachers, and parents. I'm not sure what the heck the Democrat governor is talking about, the writer says, but given the scope of the proposed instruction, it doesn't surprise anybody because she's a Democrat comic. Wait a minute, Clay. 
I yes. thought Democrats wanted gun safety training for everybody to be mandatory. Only theirs. Oh, oh, Only so they're actually theirs. full of complete freaking shite. Pretty much, pretty much. Shocker, shocker. So, you know, she vetoed this, and then she directed the Arizona legislature to bring her gun control bills that she would sign. That's her idea of gun safety. Just ban them. You mean the things that have been proven to be miserable failures since the early 90s? Absolutely. That's that's okay. the way to do that when you're a Democrat. Guess you, what? You're not been a failure. hard you, enough. You double down on it. You ban them from law-abiding citizens. And then the criminals don't care. They just walk in there and do it anyway. Oh, we've already seen that, haven't we? Good tread harder, Daddy. <laughs> and one other quick one. Uh, you know, we talked about the devastating winter that took place, not just in the Dakotas, but Wyoming mm-hmm. was giving us a lot of information out there. I yeah. know we covered this on In the Crosshairs as well as on Todd's. Well, I've got an update for you. The Wyoming Game and Fish Department, they offered 41,145 antelope tags in the 2022 season. This year, though, it's going to be about uh, anywhere from thirty to 10,000 fewer tags will be available for a limited quota drawing in the fall hunting season. They're actually cutting them back because of the devastation and the winter kill. So they, they basically used their heads and said, listen, we got a lot of, of, of antelope that died mm-hmm. off in the state. They're going to cut tags. Some people were calling for an all-out uh, closure of the season. It didn't happen. Um Kind of sounds like the outfitters were the ones kind of fighting that, I suppose, because it would have hurt their their revenues. Oh, sure. But you know, I mean, that's neither here or there. It just it, it happens. Mm-hmm. But at least they took the action to cut the actual tags, and I really hope that when we see North Dakota's tag numbers come out in a lot of different species, I hope mm-hmm. they're cut as well. Because we'll we find out shortly. Because they said today on there that. Uh... When Daryl had on the the game and fish guy in the afternoon, that what you know they're doing their cert, they're well the survey's yeah, over, the but they're doing their evaluations. Actually, it you know hey hey guys, I know it doesn't seem like it, but probably in two weeks from probably today, actually the the the, the applications are going to be out online probably. Good deal. And I got to so, add one more little tidbit. I kind sure. of piggybacks after the the pea dog harvesting. <laughs> So what kind of header you using a combine for that anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Donald Trump Jr. here in about 2017, 18, if I remember right, he actually went prairie dog shooting in Montana on Earth Day. And I thought, and, oh, yeah. and, he, and he did it on purpose. So Earth Day yep. is April 22nd. So I would like to encourage everybody, go out there and kill something, a prairie dog, a coyote, go out and do a little hunting. Um, I personally might go out there and just start my diesel and let it run just for fun on mm-hmm. Earth Day. Um, I, I I don't believe in Earth Day. <laughs> I think every day that I'm on my place, it's Earth Day, I guess, because I don't take care of the land. It's not. No, nope, you hate productive. it. You, don't, you have no respect. I have no respect, do I? <laughs> yeah. And I won't be able to use it for production if I don't take care of it. And I do a better job than any government entity or any on a worldwide day, whatever it might be. Yeah, if they really cared about it. They'd actually take a look at real things and and and, and get the hell out of people's ways and let them manage things. So anyway, yeah, that's all I have to say. Go out yeah. on Earth Day. I do a little hunt. Actually, so downrange. I'm going. I'm actually um, going to be going back to back to Golden Valley this Saturday. I got to deliver um, Serena's deer mount there. Um, looks awesome. You guys haven't seen that. She she I posted the picture back in November. She's her and her husband own the saddle store there in Golden Valley. 
um, brought, brought, um, brought her deer back and the, you know, the antlers in the hide and got it mounted. Freaking looks awesome. Go check out the picture on our, on our Facebook page. And they got a spot for it picked out in the bar already. So maybe I'll have a little Perfect. video of them hanging it up in there and I'd be, yeah. Hey, first, first mule deer she ever shot. Hell of a first deer. I mean, hell of a deer for, for anybody really. Anybody, Unless you're yeah. a big, big super trophy hunter, but Yeah. So I didn't tell you what, I didn't know that was Earth Day. I'm going to go be looking for some beavers and porcupines out there, there mowing down on our trees. So Kevin says he's got some groundhogs to get rid of. Yeah, soon. Kevin, get some videos yeah. of that, buddy. Make sure they're yeah. half clear and send them to us. We'll, we'll, I'll Absolutely. guarantee you, we'll put them up on, we'll put them up on our up on YouTube, YouTube and Facebook, Facebook and Twitter. And Absolutely, man. We love that. David, he says, low count, speed goats. Got to be looking the wrong place. I see them everywhere today, but. Down by Clay, there's a bunch of them. I mean, there's a few I've seen them. I was kidding. I can tell you right now, they're not what they were. But I've really noticed the whitetails took a hit, and so did the pheasants. Um, I had a lot of pheasant. I, I've seen all them pheasants moving in the yard, uh-huh. and now it don't look so good. Um, yeah, you know. The, the, Sorry, whitetail snobs and mule deer going. Do we taking no. over, baby? Mule deer? I've seen a ton of them. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I like that. I'm sorry if you don't like mule deer. Bad news for you. Hey, I finally got a really nice one last year, and Eric's got it. So as soon as that's done, I'll definitely yeah. get some pictures of it. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, All right, man, that, we're gonna I do. Think... Uh, here we go. You know what this music is? We're gonna hit this and then do a little promote, right. a couple minutes of promotion. So hang on. All right. yeah happy ending story music that's our theme so this week's happy endings coming to us from cold spring texas uh the shop owner who had only purchased his business nine months prior to this incident was asleep in the back room when he was awoke <laughs> at 5 45 a.m to the sound of a person inside the closed store when the owner exited the back room armed with his nine millimeter lung blower handgun he saw the burglar and told police the man attempted to move toward him, prompting him to fire. He shot one round, hitting the thief and incapacitating him. Police and EMS were called to the scene, and they transported the wounded suspect to a hospital where he later died. Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy, don't rob somebody's business and you'd still be breathing. That's right. He assumed room temperature. Yeah, that race. was on that was on March eighth, twenty twenty three, from ABC <laughs> thirteen in Cold Spring, Texas. Nice going, business owner. You're a great American. Thank God you had a nine millimeter to protect yourself. Uh, a Biden lung blower. Yep, you had the lung blower. <laughs> Looks like so it worked. Perfect. Well, hey, why don't you tell us, tell everybody what we got coming up here on Friday on Mitchell in the morning? Yeah. So, like I said earlier in the show, coming up on Todd Mitchell, uh, Mitchell in the morning. 7.40 a.m. Mountain, 8.40 a.m. Central. We're going to be talking about this Chinese Norinco CQ M311 AR-15 that I didn't think existed, but it did. And some <laughs> guy who calls into the radio show thinks they're using all these mass shootings. They're not. We're going to give you some background on this thing. It should be it should be pretty good. And I think, Clayton, after that, we're going to – I don't know if we're going to get all three in, but we're going to – I think we're going to talk about this study – um, what scares deer more, the sound of wolves, uh, mountain lions, coyotes, or people, or other, any other wild animals? Um, the Outdoor Life did a study on this with a game camera and playing sound, so we're going to do that. And if we get to it, if we get to it, if not, I definitely want to do this one Monday. Mark Kelly, senator from uh, 
Arizona, Arizona talking yeah, about all this other stuff we can do for gun, gun, you know, gun safety yet. A bunch of ridiculous stuff. And the reason I'd like to bring that up is because he and his wife were here about 10 years ago over to Kroll's. Um, great patriot, great American fan and friend of the show, Marty Beard. Him and I, uh, Marty's nephew and a couple other guys went over there. And, hey, it was, I'll give you a little background story on it. It was, <laughs> it was pretty fun. A thing actually ended up in the Washington Times that he come out of there and, and run us off like, like he was some big bull in a china shop. Total <laughs> comedy. But, uh, yeah, he's got a bunch of stuff he thinks is going to be common change gun control. You know, he was all quiet and zipped up about a big gun over there when his election was up. Arizona, I don't know what the hell happened. Their, their Senate races, their governor. Uh-huh. But, you know, their House and their state Senate and House, Republican controlled. Wow. So Mar- Marisopa County. I mean, that's the biggest problem in Arizona. It's uh, There's a mess there in that county. And- yeah. They're fine. They're seeing it too. I mean, there's now hard evidence that's been submitted in court. But anyway, that's yeah. a whole another rabbit hole. To go down. So yeah. So Monday, Clay. Everybody's looking for us. So we can get us on Monday. What's that? So Monday, wonder where can everybody find us on Monday? You can find us every Monday at eleven thirty Mountain, twelve thirty Central, on In the Crosshairs with JD and Clay, hosted by Jay Dillon on KFYR Plus. That's the KFYRTV.com streaming service and uh we're gonna we got a good show i know we're gonna be covering the the poll we want to bring back the poll oh yeah results. we're gonna get the results of the poll for sure we usually sure. give you a little bit of preview of what we're going to be talking about on wednesday's show next week and uh honestly it's kind of cool jay's been bringing in some of his own subjects so I yeah enjoyed that last week yeah jay's getting after it man he's awesome he jay jay's an awesome host on there he's he's, he's real good at that i love that it's just fun being on it it's fun being on with todd too i love it you know it's everything's going great with, and that's actually fyr 550 am radio so just so everyone knows the friday show is the radio yeah. show and the monday show is the uh, TV not, show there not on tv KFYR it's plus. on the live stream, stream. kfyrplus.com when you got to click watch live it's not yes so yeah you can catch us on there and I actually think um, we're getting more people kind of probably watching that than, than or at least coming up even with us on here. So Yeah, no, I've seen that too, so that's good to hear. And if you miss anything on here, like I said, catch us on iHeart. You can catch the podcast on iHeart or, or any other podcast platform you listen to. I mean, why would you do anything other than iHeart, but whatever <laughs> you want to do. <laughs> and yeah you can watch you can watch clay clay's got some video work he does and he gets every our appearances on todd show and on jay show and he gets it up on youtube and on our facebook page and our website www.gunsin701.com so check. And hopefully hopefully Hope. we have our uh, our merchandise page yeah. up and running hopefully by yeah. next week yeah yeah for sure for sure we're gonna work on that i still haven't got the thing where facebook's supposed to pay us worked out yet yeah so that other than that, Clay, I think I think I'm about done. Yeah, I'm yep. looking forward to Friday and and talking to you with Todd. Sounds good. So everybody have a great rest of the week. Uh, weather's gonna get a little chillier, but uh, I think for the most part, winter's over. is isn't gonna last long. If you see snow, I don't think it's gonna last long on the ground. We're about done, Kevin. So I'm looking forward to uh, a rest of the great. Uh, we're gonna actually work some calves on Saturday with the neighbors. So we'll see how that goes in the cold. <laughs> But. That's a great comment, Kenny. <laughs> I don't know if we want to read that one, but it's. <laughs> I can put it up there. Uh, well, Kenny, I can tell you what oh. the person who did that was one of her supporters from her same side of the aisle. So, and any other everything, everything she, everything she was pushing up here wouldn't have stopped a damn thing. 
Uh, Gaffy Giver, when she got killed, or not killed, got shot. Wow, um, you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm getting ahead of myself. She, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was another mentally ill Democrat. Yeah, he was a supporter of hers. Jared, Jared Lee Loffner, that was his name. I actually was in Fargo when that happened at an NRA uh, event that we were getting ready to do. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everybody, again, don't uh, don't miss out on Friday morning again at the eleven thirty, or sorry, at seven thirty Mountain Time, eight thirty Central Time. I don't know. Seven forty Mountain, eight forty Central, five fifty AM KFYR Radio. Todd Mitchell's Todd Mitchell in the morning and every Monday KFYR live stream kfyrplus.com that's at 11:30 a.m. mountain 12:30 p.m. central and until then keep your powder dry catch you guys next week